2020 has tested all of us in ways we couldn't have imagined. In my two decades as a reporter, this pandemic has been one of the most intense stories I've ever covered. And we've seen a lot of great healthcare and science journalists meet the moment. Welcome to another in our series of coronavirus episodes of Scientific American Science Talk. And you're listening to Amplify Nursing. I check back in with Times Science Reporter. Donald G. McNeil Jr. Investigating, explaining, witnessing. Crisis, and why wasn't this pandemic insured? That's what we'll try to find out today on Freakonomics Radio. I'm Stephen Johnson, and this is Fighting Coronavirus. Today, we've invited some fellow journalists on to recommend their favorite healthcare podcast of 2020. Some light, some heavy, and some wonky as hell. From the Annenberg Studio at the University of Pennsylvania, I'm Dan Gorenstein, and this is Tradeoffs. We kick off this Best of 2020 with someone I'm betting many of you know. Dan Diamond is the host of Politico Pulse Check. Dan, thanks for joining us. Dan, I'm glad to be here. So what's a podcast that just knocked your socks off this year? Well, I'd like to share a podcast that isn't just about COVID-19 and is not about healthcare, but a podcast that I think does a great job of getting at these issues. And that is the podcast from Slate called What Next? Right. That's the podcast hosted by Mary Harris. Was there a particular conversation that jumped out at you? There was an episode in the middle of October with Olivia Troy. Olivia Troy says if you work in the White House, you've got a choice to make. You can wear a mask and try to avoid the coronavirus or ditch the mask and fit in. She was the recently departed official from the Trump administration who had been advising Mike Pence on coronavirus response. And after leaving the administration, came out as a major critic of the Trump response. We finally got temperature checks at the gate. And suddenly those temperature checks went away. And I thought to myself, we are putting everyone repeatedly at risk. So Dan, Olivia Troy had done a number of interviews at that point. What made this one stick out? Well, Mary Harris asked a question that I'd been waiting for other reporters to ask Olivia Troy. I've noticed that you seemed reticent to speak out about Vice President Pence. Why did Troy criticize President Trump so much, but dance around the role of Mike Pence, who is technically leading the coronavirus task force? It was hard. This is someone that I got to know fairly well. Um, He was always very kind to me. He was a good boss. That she felt conflicted in some way. She liked Mike Pence, and it was harder for her essentially, to speak out against him than it was to go after the president. Dan, you know, a a lot of the focus around COVID has been on hospitalization rates, mortality rates, the impact COVID has had on doctors and hospitals. And some people might just think that this is sort of a more inside the beltway type of story and doesn't have as much meaning or importance as those other issues. What do you say to that? First, perhaps my core job is to break news for Politico. So that's made me a very picky news consumer. And by the time 
the New York Times Daily podcast, for instance, is tackling something to do with healthcare. That's a story that if I'm doing my job well, will feel old to me. So I look for podcasts personally that either have new information, are getting decision makers to open up on how they made their decisions, and are just really fun listens at times. And I think Slate, What Next, combines a lot of that. Dan, you've always been a kind, generous, and gracious person. Thanks so much for joining us. This is the least I can do, Dan. I mean, it's easier than buying a trade-off's tote bag. So, uh, <laughs> we don't, which we don't have yet, folks. But we may, we may want to start producing them. Thanks, Dan. Great idea. Holiday season 2021. Be safe and talk to you soon, buddy. Talk to Dan. Bye. That was Dan Diamond, host of Politico's Pulse Check podcast. We've also asked our producer, Andrew Perella, to talk to a few other healthcare podcasters for their favorite shows from this year. AP, thanks for coming in. So what do you have for us, sir? I'm excited to be here, Dan. So I've got some good stuff, including chickens and some Danish mink. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go on. So this is actually... This first pick is actually from Laura Carlson, host of the Bloomberg podcast, Prognosis. They release a few short episodes a week about healthcare news. And here's what she's listening to. My recommendation is This Week in Virology, or TWIV, as the hosts love to refer to it as, which I think is amazing. The podcast about viruses, the kind that make you sick. So TWIV is a little wonky, a little goofy, but quite clearly super serious, too. It is just listening to experts talk about exactly what is in their field. And that is, of course, always relevant to COVID-19 in some way, shape or form. TWIV is actually one of the OGs in the podcast space. They started in 2008. Uh, (laughs) They get into some virological deep tracks here, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) They did a whole episode on Danish mink, you know, Ah, those weaselly looking things. I see. Okay, that's where the Danish mink come in. Great. Exactly. And, you know, as the virus uh, propagates through mink, you have a diversification of the the genome and you you have accumulation of variants that you don't see in people because i I can't recommend it enough i mean the the hosts are great the guests are great if you want to know the science of things that we hear about in the news in terms of testing vaccines i guarantee you there has been at least a segment or an episode dedicated to it on twiv okay moving on here I've got another pick for you, Dan. My podcast is called Flip the Script. It's a labor of love. That's Max Jordan Ngomeni Tiako, host of Flip the Script. He's a med student at Yale, and this is kind of a side project for him. His mission, educate listeners about health inequities. Now, Max had a bunch of podcasts to recommend, but one clearly rose to the top for him. The Nocturnists a storytelling podcast where doctors and nurses share stories from the front lines of healthcare. It's a bit like the moth for the medical community. Yep, I know this podcast. It's fantastic. You're listening to The Nocturnist, Black Voices in Healthcare. I'm Ashley McMullen. 
Specifically, Max said their Black Voices in Healthcare series was something that really struck a chord with him. The series came out in the summer in the middle of the pandemic and the uprisings related to George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. The legacy of anti-Blackness runs deep. And while Black pain may be what others see when they look at us, we know that we are so much more. At a time where basically there's a sort of like double grieving happening. We are strong. Especially for Black healthcare workers. You're creative. It came almost kind of like a respite, like a source of joy. With all the pain and all the things that make it heavy, I I've yet to meet somebody who would trade it, you know, who would trade being Black. Um, and it's good to love who you are, right? It made me happy to the point where, like, I had tears, you know, <laughs> rolling down, like, by the time the episode was over. Max says this series was really just a chance to recharge, a chance for him to catch his breath. The Nocturnist has wrapped its Black Voices in Healthcare series, but continues to drop remarkable first-person stories from medical providers on the front lines. Thanks, Perla. Really appreciate it. We'll be right back with more 2020 picks, but first, a quick word. As we talk about all the great healthcare journalism from this year, I want to talk about the work we've done at Tradeoffs. We've talked about mergers, drug prices, systemic inequities, and COVID. We think these are valuable stories to tell, and clearly, you do too, because that is what you're telling us. My name is Julie Stone. There is not a single episode where there isn't a takeaway for me. Julie's been working in healthcare for 35 years. Healthcare is so unbelievably broken in our country. And I believe Tradeoffs is one of several influential platforms to educate, inform, and impact future discussions. And that's the reason I support the podcast. Really, when you contribute to Tradeoffs, you're supporting more than a podcast. You're helping create a conversation that shapes healthcare decisions. And since we know there's nothing hotter in healthcare right now than value, your gift is matched dollar for dollar by the Institute for Nonprofit News. Make yours now at tradeoffs.org. And thanks. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, we're back, wrapping up 2020 with a look at some of the great healthcare podcasts over this difficult, sometimes traumatic, very important year. Helping us do that is producer Andrew Perella. And I've got one more for you, Dan, from Alex Olgan, host of the podcast Just Healthcare Daily. As the name suggests, their purview is healthcare business and policy news headlines. Alex's pick, not a healthcare podcast, but one most of us have heard of, How Planet weird. Money. The story involves 
the anthrax scare. And an undisclosed number of secret government chickens. Chickens, Perella? Are you serious? <laughs> I'm still recovering from those makes, man. <laughs> I know, right? We've got a medical menagerie going on here today. <laughs> Indeed. In the episode Alex is talking about, they were focusing on the vaccine, even way back in March. They were talking about how there's not really a market for emergency vaccines and drugs because a lot of times pandemics go pretty quickly. And so drug companies don't want to spend lots of money and betting on a market that may not exist in you know several months or a year plus. And one thing I found fascinating was they talked about how the government creates flu vaccines. It is a shockingly fragile, delicate, expensive process involving chicken eggs. And they have to have tons and tons of eggs. And hens only lay one egg a day. So you need thousands of chickens working around the clock for their one egg. And then those eggs report for work straight from a farm to a pharmaceutical company. And so the government contracts with all these chicken farmers all over the country as it's like a top national security thing where these are undisclosed <laughs> locations and government chickens and they're having all these eggs reserved. And uh, I think, Dan, they call that the strategic poultry reserve. Lord. Thank you. Come on, AP. Uh, but seriously, Alex told me this episode gave her a lot more insight into why vaccines are so hard to finance and helped her think about vaccine development over the last eight months. Look, and that's the whole point of this show today, right? There's been a lot of great journalism this year. Uh, AP, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to get these recommendations that we can share with our audience. Really appreciate it. No problem. Same time again next year. You know it, sir. We're rounding out our review of healthcare audio journalism from 2020, and we've saved the best for last. Our final guest, the Dean of Healthcare Journalists. I am Julie Rovner. I am Chief Washington Correspondent at Kaiser Health News. And she hosts What the Health, where journalists do a weekly roundup of national health policy news. Julie, I know this is going to be good. What's your pick? Yeah, the podcast that I'm just finishing up um, is by my colleague at Kaiser Health News, Sarah Jane Tribble. It's called Where It Hurts. It's about what happened to a small town in Kansas when their hospital closed and basically what happened to the town after the hospital left. And as, as usual in healthcare, it's complicated. I knew this was going to be good. You actually ended up taking what was going to be my recommendation for 2020. Um this is just an excellent example of healthcare journalism. And Sarah Jane did such a great job of untangling this story. Yeah. And, you know, I think it really helped that she's from that neck of the woods. She wasn't some, you know, big city journalist who dropped in to, to say hi and then leave again. She really understood the depth of what was going on and what it meant to grow up in a town like this. one moment that stuck with me was when Karen seems really tense. Sarah Jane had spent the morning with a woman but the last five, six days have not been good. Who had cancer and had just gotten her chemo treatment. It's hard. Karen's husband, John, has dementia. And she was hustling back home to take months. care of her husband. And as we pull into Karen's driveway... And there's this moment in the car as the car pulls up the driveway. 
and, and you can see where the woman the, sees that? her husband, who's supposed to be dressed and ready. John is standing in the driveway wearing just his jeans, no shirt at all. And he's just standing there. Karen looks alarmed for just a moment. Then she catches herself. Okay, well, I have to get him moving. The weight, <laughs> the pressure in that moment, Julie, for that woman who's dealing with cancer and dealing with her husband and the world sort of collapsing around her and yet and still finding that perseverance to get out of the car and go get her husband dressed was an indelible moment. Yeah, there are a lot of those. There really are. It's really an amazing act of reporting and writing and just presenting a story. Julie Rovner, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to us. Thank you for having me. We've posted bonus picks from all of our guests today on our website, tradeoffs.org. Producing this season has been incredible. First, a shout out to the amazing Tradeoffs team. They've worked damn hard to bring you the best possible stories. And honestly, I just feel lucky to work with such a fine collection of people. As we look ahead to 2021, we've got a new administration, a new Congress, new research. There are plenty of season two stories to tell, and we can do it with your help. Now is a great time to become a Tradeoff supporter, because your gift will actually be doubled by a special challenge from the Institute for Nonprofit News. Make your gift whatever you can afford at tradeoffs.org. I'm Dan Gorenstein, and this is Tradeoffs. Talk to you in the new year. If you enjoy trade-offs, leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever app you use. You can keep in touch with us between episodes by following us on Twitter at TradeOffsPod or sign up for our newsletter at TradeOffs.org. The Tradeoffs team is producer Ryan Levy, researcher Jamie Song, partnerships lead Jessica Silverman, sound designer Andrew Perella, and senior producer Leslie Walker. The Tradeoffs theme song was composed by Ty Sitterman with additional music this episode from Checky Brown, CC Mixter, and Blue Dot Sessions. Additional thanks to Tom Hines, Kahari Kenyatta, Andrew Kelly, and the Tradeoffs Advisory Board. Tradeoffs is supported in part by the California Healthcare Foundation, Arnold Ventures, and the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. Additional support from the Leonard Davis Institute of Health Economics and the Center for Public Health Initiatives at the University of Pennsylvania. The views expressed in this episode are those of the individuals and not those of Tradeoffs staff, advisors, or funders. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.